It's the Do For Hot Takes Podcast, starring Sean Daly. Like, hey, bro, did you just bump into me? Hey, bro, is that you with the awesome jawline? Why are you so fucking handsome? Pat Smith. Texans are the better team. Box score peakers. Do you turn the TV on on Sunday, or do you just get your stats from Carrier Pigeons? With Taylor Smith and Devin May. And then we jump on you. End of statement. Okay. <laughs> That's where it ends. All right. Awesome. Here we go. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes podcast, your favorite podcast for Jacksonville Jaguars football. My name is Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I am joined by your host, Sean Daly, Pat Smith, Tip Your Waitresses, and Facts and Stats Man, Devin Mabe. Return your shopping carts. <laughs> Okay. That's a huge one. I need a story. David, defend yourself. Defend your take. It's just the right no, thing no, to do. So, no, right no. Thing. Society is crumbling as a whole, and it's because people aren't returning their shopping carts like they're supposed to be. It's a very simple task. They give you the little cart ways to bring, to bring your carts at. Fucking do it. Stop digging doors. Is it unacceptable to put your right foot on the back of the cart and put the front two wheels on the median? Yes, that is unacceptable because it's still sticking out there. It can still get hit. <laughs> so you can already tell we're feeling a certain way. We're, we're feeling good. We're feeling good because the Jaguars are 6-2 and two for the first time since 1998. And I am now convinced that we have made it. We are now shoulder to shoulder with the elite And I don't say that just because we're streaking five wins going into the bye. I'm saying we're elite because for the first time ever, I'm hearing the Steelers fan base scream and cry that the referees were on our side wanting us to win. That's how you know we've made it. I don't think I've ever seen that happen for the Jags. I've seen it with the Patriots, obviously. I've seen it with the Chiefs. I've even seen it with the Steelers, but never us. We're six and two, so this is the discussion now. But who cares? We beat them 20 to 10, down in dirty football, old school football. Definitely some takeaways, but as you can see, we're already feeling a certain way. So let's go over to Sean and see what exactly our thoughts are on this game. Sean, take it away. Oh, man. Can you believe, like, all offseason, we're just sitting here like, things are looking kind of good. Like, I mean, we got, it looks, it feels like we got the coach, we... Won a playoff game the year before. We were a year early last year. We're ahead of schedule. Is there any chance that this team can make the next step and then keep that ahead of schedule rise to prominence going? And we're looking at the schedule and it's like, got some tough games on here, you know. You know, it's just, I just don't know. The Jaguars, it's hard to buy in. Who knows, you know. And here we are, six and two. It's going exactly the way we wanted to. Now, did... We think that it was going to be the defense leading the way. Hell no. But that's what's happening. All right. We thought this offense had a chance to be elite. It can still get there. There is still time left. We're not cooking yet on offense. All right. The Jaguars, if I told you last week, Jaguars are going to score five times against the Steelers, you'd probably be like, all right, I'll take that. Okay. Unfortunately, it was four field goals and a touchdown. Okay. But hey, they did enough. 
This team is grinding out ball games. You want to have these games earlier in the year rather than later in the year. These are the games you got to find a way to win. The Jaguars are not putting the recipe out there of how they're going to be great. This is not the recipe. Doug Peterson said it in a pre- the press conference after the game, how they won 20-10. to 10. This isn't what we want to do. The offense does not want to have the ball in Pittsburgh territory nine times and only score 20 points. Uh, Nine possessions on the other side of the 50, and you come away with one touchdown. Okay? That's not how you win games in the league, but you can win games in this league if you are mentally tough enough to make the big plays when they matter. And that's what this Jaguars team did. This team has winners on it. Josh Allen has decided what he wants his name to be. For the last four years, Josh Allen has been, yeah, Josh Allen, yeah, he's pretty good. And now he's decided, no, that's not who I am. I am elite. I am a game wrecker, and I am somebody to be reckoned with. Trayvon Walker, Pat. Trayvon Walker, how did he get in the backfield? Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Arms up. I, you know, I'll leave it to you. I'm just saying. That pass rush move that he did on the outside, that's his only move he's got. And there's nothing stopping him from being able to do that in the middle of the defensive line. But he still did it. And it worked. The defense, Andrew Wingard out there making plays, looks slow at times. Uh, Travis Etienne showing off that route running that Urban Meyer wanted to utilize when, when he got here. Love to see that out on the outside. And uh, just, you know, not crisp at all. Turn the ball over three times. But, hey, man, you're in Pittsburgh. You're in enemy territory. You're gonna. The game was most likely going to look like this with the weather. You know, we had that terrible Eagles game last year in the bad weather where the, Trevor ate his hat, turned the ball over five times. Okay, the weather's a little not as nice. You know what I mean? It's not as nice as down in Duval County, Florida. On in a nice October sunny day, it was misty out there. It was gray, muggy, and the Jaguars won a close one. Got out of there with the W. And I, I just, I love that we're getting these games out of the way early, Pat, because the Jaguars are not clicking on three out of four cylinders. I would barely say two out of four cylinders on offense, and so we are just a sleeping giant here, and we haven't even. Touch the precipice of what we can be, and we are six and two. Think about that. Six and two. Solely on the play of your defense, you are six and two. Now imagine when the offense puts it together. Good days ahead for this Jacksonville Jaguars franchise. Good days ahead for us. Duval hot takes. Good days ahead for everybody. Dilly dilly, Pat Smith. You know, it's it's something I was talking about in the earlier podcast was that we have a habit of starting seasons late, starting seasons at the death, if you will, right back against the wall mentality, not the way you play football in this league as competitive as it is with with people, you know, who are are playing like you are this year. I was banging on the table that these first games when we first reviewed the schedule were going to be need to win games. I mean, you 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 look at the schedule. You had three divisional games. You had uh, the big tough opponents in, in the Steelers and the Chiefs and and the Bills. And you were traveling away. You had short weeks, and you had to find a way to win the ball games. And this is why I will reiterate every opportunity that I can. The hire of Doug Peterson is priceless. 
It doesn't matter how much you pay him. The scales will always tip in your favor with him at the helm. I mean, he brings an attitude. He brings a a level of accountability that this team has not seen in over 15 years. Okay, this this is a, a team that you could you could view talent as much as you want. But if the talent doesn't have the ability to excel and, and, and supersede its expectations and, and there's a guy not asking for it, clamoring for it, it will never happen. And I'm telling you, that's it's just as important as any as any of the 53 on this roster. Doug Peterson brings a, a mentality about this team that hasn't existed. And you can see it. I mean, again, tight game in Pittsburgh. It, it was going to be an ugly one. It, it generally is outside of the, the big, you know, Ben Roethlisberger five interception game. We always play them tight. It always has been. It's been that way recently. And again, for everything, the, the score, I think, is a little closer than what the game actually was. I don't think there was ever a time where you were super panicking uh, after the George Pickens touchdown, you can argue, sure. But there wasn't a time you were panicking throughout this game. All right, You played football your way. You had defense locked down. Andrew Wingard steps into a role I was never expecting. I would never expect Andrew Wingard to not come in on special teams, but come in at safety, come downhill, Make tackles outside the box, one-on-one, squaring up, putting his shoulders through, getting tackles on the downhill, getting picks, big pick, big momentous pick, going to the sideline, talking a little shit, waving a couple towels. Dewey Wingard coming in his own, okay, in a time that we needed the most, Cisco getting out of this game was a big hit. Although the firepower wasn't necessarily there on offense, Cisco shores up a lot of things, especially within the five-yard line all right, of the play. He comes downhill, he makes tackles. He busts running plays up. He, 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 he adds an element to the front five that you expect to have a safety, and he stepped right on in. Like, like, like Cisco was, was never even existed. Right out of the Cisco playbook, Andrew Wingard played lights out. Love to see it. And again, it, it dig deep game. Josh Allen comes in, gets his sacks. Okay, nine sacks for the year. Socks, socks <laughs> on the road to 15. A little late. All right. I don't know why it took you so long, but a little late. Uh, you're you're on your way to, to your career high here soon. I'm sure you'll snag it right after the bye week. I expect it. But yes, as a whole, this team is playing better than you can imagine. Five straight. Right in the in teal October, the opposite of last year, dude. Undefeated on the road, road warriors. I mean, you're, you're finding ways to win, and, and I'm just doubling down, and it, it's working. It's working now. You reward yourself, right? You get a nice, nice bye weeks. You got a couple guys nicked up, a couple injuries. They're gonna come back. There's no reason why this team isn't a hundred percent going into. The, the 49ers game at home after the bye. But for now, I mean, as fans, you you got to be, I mean, if you're not smiling ear to ear, folks, this this is what dreams are made of. This is what you expect to see out of a fully uh, functioning franchise. And again, maybe the offense isn't exactly where we want it to be. It's easy to criticize, and I understand, right? It's 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 easy to poke holes when you're at six and two, and you try to find something that's wrong with the team. It's for me, it's a fundamental issue uh, on this on this offense, and it's particularly in the red zone, and that's that's something that needs to change. That ne- it just needs to change. I don't know what it is, but it needs to change. 
All right. Uh, before we move on, I want to talk about uh, how, what Taylor touched on at the start. I want to talk about Deontay Johnson and his uh, comments after the game. So, you know what I love about this Jaguars team is that nobody on this team would do some dumb shit like that. Deontay Johnson blaming the referees for the reason they lost the game. That is number one. You never do that. What is good to gain from that? What do you think? You think that the referees, every Pittsburgh Steeler game, the rest of the way, they're going to be like, we got to make sure we help out Deontay Johnson because he was very critical of us in his press conference. No. Every referee knows exactly who that fucking guy is. And every time there's a 50-50 call on 18 in yellow the rest of the year, guess which way it's going? The other way. That's what you do. You Now, okay, you say we suck at our jobs? Okay, absolutely. No, cool. Absolutely. All right, 100%. We'll remember that. Uh-huh. Okay, I got you. You don't do that. You're not bigger than the team. You understand? You making comments like that puts the rest of your teammates in danger. Of, of getting now harsher calls the rest of the year because referees are petty as fuck, dude. You think I'm not, I'm not playing around. This isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go, Deontay. Mike Tomlin, if I, he is who I think he is, he sets Deontay Johnson aside right after that whole debacle and he goes, are you out of your fucking mind? What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, just say, do the normal thing. Say, hey, they were better than us on the next week. That's what you do. That's what you always do. You don't go out there and you don't do sour grapes crying about the referees. You're not going to do anything for your team moving forward. And what I love about the Jacksonville Jaguars is that I can't think of a single player that would do that on this team. Not a single one. And we are very lucky that we have the culture that we have with Doug Peterson, the leader that we have in Trevor Lawrence, and the mental awareness to not do stuff like that out of emotions at the end of the game. Because we've had plenty of games where it came down to a call or two and you didn't hear anything like that after the game. Not that Joey Bosa bullshit. We don't do that in Jacksonville. And I absolutely love it. Okay. Now that that is off my chest. Uh, I mean, if, if we're on it, I, just just real quick. I, yeah. little conspiracy theory, Tin Hat. Uh, Mike Tomlin's lost this team. I don't think this uh, this relationship is repairable. I think this is a... Uh, heading in the in the wrong direction. If, big brain. If you're on the shopping market, uh, potentially the Titans. I know. I know you hate. God, that would suck, dude. Don't say Tom under the Titans. I think Mike Vrabel is also on the way out at that franchise. I mean, you could see it. He's died. Will Levis going for four touchdowns. Not his guy. Not happy about it. Trust me, he's out. Mike Tomlin, he's out. Uh, potential switcheroo in the future. Uh, we can only hope and pray that's not uh, not coming our way. But hey, that's just me for now. Yeah, man. Because that's, I mean, look, look, George Pickens before the week uh, running his mouth about a defense that has nothing but accolades. Hope. I mean, that wasn't the play. That's not a Mike Tomlin play. Mm-hmm. And, and then hope and then, around and find out. And then and then crying about it after after the game. Also, not a Mike Tomlin play. So uh, I have a, I have a bad feeling he's lost touch of that team. That team's disintegrating. It's not the. It, it could go real south it's, for them. It's a strong legacy team, man. It's and they don't. They're not. They're not used to. Getting kicked around in their division and, and losing ball games, and that's not partially, you know, Tomlin's fault. He's got what he's got, but I, hey, just just expect hot it. take. Expect it. when we look back on the season and we look back on the Pittsburgh Steelers season, we go that this is the week that they lost it. Yeah, this is the week that it, it started to go south. 
obviously we don't we don't you know we don't hope for injury but with, no. with Pickett going down yeah uh, Trubisky hey Trubisky showed you why the guy sucks right does he Bisky does tr- things he does he does he Trubisky things <laughs> lots lots of pickies a lot of pickies for Trubisky's you know and, and uh, yeah <laughs> it is what it is uh, that guy is not the answer um, and and Tomlin knows it and sitting at four and three in a tough division you have the Browns and you have the Ravens not looking good for yeah you. Uh, you it's, know, it's gonna be tough to Stop sliding free boys. Hate to see it. Six and two. I want to talk about that record a little bit, okay? Because I want to talk about how not every six and two is the same. They're not all built the same. They look the same on the stat sheet, but they're not all the same. I'm going to tell you two six and two teams. Which team would you rather be? One six and two team. Their wins are against teams with a combined record of 20 and 19. They're all six wins are against teams whose records combine to form 20 and 19. So that's you're beating good teams, right? You're beating teams that have winning records. You are six of those 19 losses. That's a pretty good deal, right? Here you go. The other six and two team has uh, wins against teams with a combined record of 14 and 32. Now, I want you to guess what these two teams are. Match them up. All right. Who's the 20 and 19 team? Jaguars. Jaguars, baby. We're beating good teams. Beating good teams. Beat the Bills. The Steelers have a winning record. Colts only, they, they, they got three wins. You know what I'm saying? Jaguars away. The uh, Saints are four and four. Falcons are four and four. These aren't schlubby, schlubby one win, two win teams that the Jaguars are beating. Falcons, Falcons are future division winners. Oh my god, what the Falcons take again? Uh, but okay, now the other team, fourteen and thirty-two. Uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, you're on it, dude. You're on it. Yeah, the Dolphins. Everyone's favorite team. Their high scoring offense. Their wins are against. Bums. I know. Absolute bums. It's a shame. It's a shame because I like what they're doing down there, but it's 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 it is very fraudulent. Yeah, there I'll is, take the Jaguars resume. There is there is a lot yeah. of uh smoke and mirrors in Miami. It doesn't get a lot uh, a lot easier for the Jaguars either. Uh you know, we're not gonna lose on the bye week, but then after the bye week, you got the 49ers who are on a bit of a skid. Lost three straight, the 49ers have. Uh ever since Debo Samuel and uh, Trent Williams went down. They haven't looked like the same team. Brock Birdie's catching a lot of flack. Could be time for Duval County to get another game they shouldn't win. You know what I'm saying? West Coast to East Coast. Ah, oh, that would be awesome. God, it's just so good. The Jaguars lead the league in turnovers. Yet again, they got two more against the Steelers. They, they went in with 17. It's got to be 19 now, if my math is correct. Antonio Johnson getting in there on the Hail Mary at the end of the game. Yes. You got Darius Williams extending his his number one stat record of passes defensed. Should have had two picks. The Jaguars again. The Steelers open and drive. Did they go down and score, Pat? No, no, they didn't. The Jaguars in eight games have allowed three points on the opponent's opening drive. Three points, zero touchdowns. Half the year's done. Half the we're one game to over halfway done, and the Jaguars have given up three points on the opening drive. I know I've brought it up every week, but I can't. This you there's not you can't ask for anything more. Okay, I mean you eight no, 
You're upset that we're not eight now? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just living in this wonderful, happy world right now where we got people coming back healthy. Devon Hamilton. We got Tyson Campbell coming back. We got Zay Jones need coming back. You absolutely need it. You, you forgot about Zay? We need those anytimes come back bad. Yes, I yes, yes. Zay anytimes have paid my mortgage. No, all right. We got everybody coming back. Gregory Jr. getting activated. Dude, like, we're getting fully healthy. Like, knock on some fucking wood, dude. Going into the bye week, we're we got a full boat. We're ready for the run. We're ready. October was great to us. Yeah, so what? Now what? Bring it on, November. Let's roll into the bye week with some BDE. Beautiful Duval energy. <laughs> okay, I was wondering how you were going to make that work. <laughs> you like that one? Yeah. Beautiful Duval energy. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's safe to say Sean has finally come around. Mm. The Jags are making gains throughout this season like we never expected. And after this bye, we're going to come out rested, restored, and ready to take on the second half of the season. Well, listeners, we'll stop it here because we want to enjoy the buy as well. But as always, thank you for tuning in to the Duval Hot Takes podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, co-host. They've made facts, stats, and cart returns. We'll be back next week to preview our next game against the 49ers. But in the meantime... You know where to find us for daily hot takes in between episodes. That's on X at Duval Hot Takes. Pat has been having a blast with you guys after this victory over the Steelers. We're really getting to see who's paying attention and who's asleep. They keep hating on us in the media. I say let them. The fans are sticking together. The team is on fire. And it's going to stay that way the rest of the season. Let's go, baby.